there, Rabbi. How are you doing today? I'm good, Joe. How are you? Fine, but I need change for a 20. If I give you 20, can you give me two tens and a five? Somehow I'm not that great in math, but uh, that's not change for a 20. I think you're trying to uh, a scam, Joe. Well, you know, we are victims of scam attempts every day. Everybody has a story. But what guidelines do religion have for us in these situations? Is Judaism got a specific example we can follow? Yes, the Talmud addresses that very specifically. Anything that you find in the public way is yours. You are under no obligation to find the owner, nor should you try to find the owner, because it could be dangerous. So whether it's a quarter or $500 bills, pick it up, put it in your pocket, walk away. In the public way, in a parking lot is the public way. It's different, however, if you find money or an object in a building, in a lobby, in an apartment, in a shopping center. That then is not the public way, and it might be easier to find the owner. So then you're obligated to go to the mall police, to go to the store, to attempt to find the owner and return the property, whether it's money or a goat or a BMW. doesn't matter what it is. The difference is, is it in the public way or is it in an identifiable private section private property that's the difference and the talmud goes on to discuss all kinds of things and in the end they say there's no guilt you're under no obligation in the public way in the private sector there is an obligation to do the whatever you can do to find the owners of something so don't leave your goat unattended in a parking lot because somebody else has every right according to his law to just walk off with it but what about scammers and stuff like that? If the, if I get an email from the ex-president of Uganda saying that if only I will help him, he will send $6 million my way. People fall for these things all the time. Members of our congregation, four or five years ago for that, during Rosh Hashanah, received an email that I had been kidnapped. And I didn't realize that till I came out of the pulpit to start services and people started laughing. And someone said, we all received an email that you had been kidnapped and they had to send money. Otherwise, something bad would happen to me. And what it made me wonder, Joe, we all realized that was a scam. But if I had really been kidnapped, my congregation would not have paid the ransom. So that part really worried me if it had been true. Well, it's true. So many of these are so very well worded and employed from computer scams where someone has sent you a greeting card, click here to see what it is. And without thinking, you'll push a button that sends you into no end of trouble to things come in the mail, think people approach you on the street. I'm told when I give somebody a dollar that it's just a scam and he's going to use it to go do something wicked. But is there faith in humanity lost because we sometimes get fooled by bad people? I think there is the line, Joe. We have to realize that for the most part, people are honest. People aren't out to get us. However, we have to be alert because there are grifters. We ha there are people who 
will use political office for personal gain. I mean, this is just a reality. So we want to be careful not to condemn everyone. When I was working at the VA at the hospital, we never gave anything to any of our patients. That's a rule of the hospital. We never did. However, outside, I always carried coupons from McDonald's. So when I was approached by someone that said, I need money to eat, I, I'm starving, or my car broke down and I need money for gas, my response always was, I'm not going to give you money. However, you could always use a good Big Mac. So here's a $5 coupon book from McDonald's. And that made me feel okay because I was helping someone, but I wasn't giving anyone money so they could buy drugs and alcohol because it, it always a story was a scam. So if they wanted to try to sell the McDonald's coupons, they could try. But my guess would be they probably would go and use it to eat. So that that was out of the Talmud. I'm helping someone, but I'm not giving them the money to do whatever it is they want to do with it. Well, that's a good example, Rabbi, and I like that suggestion. I will take it to heart. And never mind about changing the 20. Just give me the 20 back and we'll forget the whole thing. And so I just want to warn everyone out there, we're being warned. The most serious attempts are from banks, which aren't from the bank, from the IRS, which isn't from the IRS. And there's all kinds of more sophisticated than a prince wanting to share or someone in a parking lot trying to switch money. It just, instead of condemning all of society, let's just be on the alert, Joe, and be careful. <laughs>